Moms, you are the bomb. This show is all about moms. It's Mother's Day, so we're paying homage to moms and about balance. (laughs) There isn't any, and we're going to talk about it. All right, this is The Real Deal. I'm Sarah Riley. I'm a wife, a mom of three girls, and a successful businesswoman. And I've been keeping it real since 1982. I'm not a self-made millionaire. Well, not yet anyways. I'm not famous, just a regular girl with big goals and a lot of drive. I'm extremely competitive, but mostly with myself. Okay, and my husband. Everybody, (laughs) I'm competitive with everybody, but I don't have to be the best just the best version of me. This is the show where we keep it real on business, real estate, parenting, health, marriage, all the things. Nothing is taboo. This is real talk, real life, the real deal. All right, welcome to our show. Mother's Day just passed, and so I thought we should play a little homage to moms. Hmm. You know, since we're moms. So yeah. We're basically talking about ourselves. <laughs> but, you know, hey, we, we deserve it. Yeah, we do. A little cred. I mean... We birth babies. Amazing. It's a miracle. It is. Um, I had this sort of revelation in thinking about Mother's Day and how my mom's day has sort of evolved over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, because to be honest, when my kids were little, Mother's Day to me was like a break, you know, because on Father's Day, dads, y'all go golfing. Oh, yeah. Golfing. So on Mother's Day, I feel like in turn, we should be at the spa. When your babies are little, they're like on you all the time. All the time. You don't even have a body to yourself. Uh-uh. Your name is repeated, like, to the point I feel, I mean, it could be, like, part of Navy SEAL training, <laughs> right? If you totally. can handle your name being repeated that many times and not go crazy, you might as well just put me in, like, you know, a war situation. Baby Mama. SEAL training. Mama. Baby SEAL training. Baby, not, SEAL. Baby, baby SEAL. training. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I should patent that. Get, like, a book and the steps. I'll no. check. I'll check. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Google. So, I mean, yeah, there it's it's hard when your babies are really little and so to me mom's day was like I wanted a break. I wanted a day off. Yes. A day off, right? Yep. Uh and now that my kids are older, Dylan's 3, so she's still crazy, but luckily she <laughs> naps, so <laughs> there are blessings. Uh I wanted to be around them. You know, I didn't want an agenda to go do anything. I just wanted to hang out with my littles, hug them all day, you know. Yeah, it changes. It changes, and it's getting. And I think it'll just get better and better because my mom and I on Mother's Day, we we actually do go to the spa. So I can't wait for that because I have three girls. So Aww. we'll just be all together. Yeah, yeah. Randy will get a golf another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. So we went to church on Mother's Day, uh, which is sort of our tradition. We do church and brunch, and they said something that really stuck with me, which is uh, what a blessing. We were like describing a blessing. It is receiving something. That could change everything. And if that ain't your kiddos, I don't know what is. I've had a lot of blessings in my life, but I think that for sure my kiddos are the ones that really rocked your world, like changed your world upside down. It's totally different. Absolutely. Right? Yep. I knew like from very young that I wanted to be a mom. I always wanted to be a mama. Uh, I just can't wait to have littles and pour all my love into them. Mm-hmm. So I got so much of that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, but, you know, I never knew what that was going to look like as a kid, you know, playing mom and always singing about being a mom. And you don't know what you're going to look like as a mother Mm -hmm. or how that's going to evolve with having a husband and a career and all those things. Yeah. And being a mom for me has definitely evolved because when I first had Peyton, my oldest, I was so deeply in love with her 
you know, your first kiddo. I mean, you love all your kiddos, but you don't realize the amount of love you can have until you have your first one. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, didn't know my heart could grow so big. And all I wanted to do was be around her and all and just love on her. But as the kids have grown and I've grown as a person, you know, I view motherhood a little bit differently. Yeah. And what I'm here to, you know, really do for them and how I'm here to empower them, not just love on them. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I did know then that's still true today are three things um, that I was going to speak truth, love and strengthen in my babies, especially girls. Beautiful. I mean, I would have if they were boys, too, but especially girls. Mm. And luckily, I have three of them. So (laughs) (laughs) I got my job cut out for me. Yes, you do. Uh There's nothing more important than my babies. For sure, there's not. And they're the most important thing in my world. But what I have realized as I've evolved as a parent and a mother is that I can't just be their mom. I have to be just as important as them to be the best version and best mother that I can be. Yeah. To be a great mom, I have to really model the things that I want them to strive for, to reach for, to grow into. I can't just be their mom. Mm -hmm. I have to be the best version of myself, which for me is a working mom. Mm-hmm. It's having a job, having personal goals, career goals. Those are things that make me be the best version of myself so that I can model that for my children. Yeah. I have so much more to give, you know, and and than just being a mom, although being a mom is absolutely amazing. And especially if you're a rock star one, which there's a lot of you out there. Uh, but for me, I have to be more than that because otherwise I wouldn't be totally fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And I knew that. And and everyone's different. You know, some moms are just killing it, balancing everything and being at home. And man, bless you, because I can't do that. That's not me. I need a little break from my babies. <laughs> mm. And then so I, that I can go out and be myself and yeah. feel pride and confidence in my abilities to contribute in other respects other than um, mothering them so that I can come back and show them, hey, look, look at all the things you can do. Yeah, look what can be done. Right. It makes me a better person and a better mom. So who are you? You know, why are you here? What is your purpose? Our children are our legacy. It's not all the things that we, you know, create other in this world or the amount of money we make or whatever. Truly, our children are our legacy. So what are we saying to them? What are we teaching them or modeling for them? Because we want to show them that, you know, anything is capable so that we're launching them in their lives, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. When your kids are little, you're you're just in survival mode. Yeah, absolutely. It's like uh, when you're. <laughs> I like <laughs> I compare everything to like warfare. Oh, I don't God. know what I have no experience whatsoever. Bombs are dropping <laughs> everywhere. You're just like trying to survive the day, yes. and then you know the sun breaks mm-hmm. and uh, you know tides start to change in, and then you have more capacity and energy to focus and explore other things absolutely as a person not just a mother exactly right your role changes yeah just like everything else yep it sure does you become more of like less of a a juggler and more of a mentor Mm -hmm. i love that so i've been getting a lot of questions lately from my kids i mean pretty much 99 percent of the time you're being asked questions constantly and but one the questions that really used to just oh hurt they just hurt uh and they don't so they don't need more but were those questions of like can you take me on my field trip how come you're not going on my field trip yeah uh can you drop me off at school today who's picking me up literally every morning 
Are you taking us to school? Uh, no, I'm not. That's what Melanie's here for. We have a nanny. She comes in the morning. She takes the kiddos to school, and I go to work. Yeah. Every morning, it's the same thing, but every morning they ask me, who's going to be home first, you or dad? Dad's going to be home first because da- do, do you see dad right now right while we're getting ready for school? <laughs> no, no, because dad's been at work for like three hours. Yeah. So he's home. I'm here now, and then I'll be home after dad. Oh, like disappointment. Yeah. They and don't used, understand. They don't. And mm-hmm. it used to hurt. But I feel like it's our job to help them understand. Yes. To help them understand. Because they're just seeing, you know, the kids at school getting dropped off by their moms every day. Mm-hmm. And they're not dropped off by their mom or picked up by their dad. They're picked up by their nanny. And so I felt like it was a real good opportunity just the other morning to talk to Peyton about that. Because she was visibly disappointed mm. that I wasn't taking them to school. And I was actually coming here to record this show, so uh, I had things to do. But uh, I think explaining to them, you know, hey, I'm not taking you to school today, but does how does that really impact you? Like, yeah. are you really disappointed in that? Like, what would have changed your day? Because I think truly they just want time to connect with you. They just want one-on-one time. Yeah. And so when we talk about all the one-on-one time that I give my kids, because I do give them a lot of attention when I'm there, I'm... 100% present. So I don't go to the other stuff. I don't go to school so that I can get to work so I can get home earlier so that we can go on a walk together and you can tell me all about your day. When not that better? Yeah, that's better. Okay. But if we don't tell them, we just take that guilt on and let them think that, that we're doing something wrong mm-hmm. or we're not, that's not setting them up for success because they're going to carry that guilt into their lives. Absolutely. So no, I squash that. Good. Mm-hmm. But it's really funny because, uh, piggybacking on that I just w- took went to school for Reagan's birthday party I don't miss the big stuff do I miss the field trips do I drop them off at school uh no I mean yes I miss the field trips no I don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I like go to all the parties uh-uh I don't even like to do that stuff you know I feel like why go to a field trip when all these other parents they would rather go let them they that's their jam I don't like it mm-hmm. I want to spend my time when I take off work with my kiddo one-on-one because yep. that's the real memories. So I had to, but I do, this, I do go to the really important things. So uh, Reagan's birthday and mm-hmm. my middle, she turned seven. So I went to her birthday party at school, you know, brought all the goodies and the treats and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brought a hilarious hat because my daughter asked for a birthday hat and I don't do anything normal. So it was a flamingo. She oh wore a flamingo gosh. on her head. It was <laughs> so cute. Oh, yeah. Well, don't ask me for a birthday hat. I don't just do straight up norm. But uh, she loved it. And I was there. But what the funny thing is, is that out all her kids in her class, they were asking her. They thought I was her nanny. Mm. They thought that the woman that dropped her off every day was her mom. And that I was her nanny. And there, then that sparked all these questions, uh, which was just really entertaining. And, you know, two years ago, I would have left the school weeping. Mm-hmm. I would have felt like a failure. But I looked at my little kiddo who was beaming, so happy. She didn't care at all what anyone was saying. She's like, yeah, I got a nanny. You know, she's my middle. She's easy going. I got a nanny. And this is my mom. And they're like, well, what's a nanny? No one even knew what a nanny was. And some, one kid was like, oh, it's another thing you call your grandma. And I'm like, no, that's that's not it. And then another kiddo said, yeah, it's like when your parents have to work, then somebody else takes care of you all the time. And I'm like, mm, closer. Getting hotter. <laughs> choose to work, but okay. But 
the thing is, is that these kids don't know. They haven't, you know, they haven't been told. They're not trying to hurt my feelings. My kid doesn't care. She's just happy that I'm there. Yep. So a big part of it is just letting go. Letting go of all that, you know, guilt and pain and turning their little situation into something that could hurt me. Instead, I turn into an educational moment of uh, what a nanny is <laughs> <laughs> and choosing to work. So uh, they got an education uh, at school on her birthday party. Um, as moms versus dads, I think that's something that we should address because, you know, as a parent, as a mom, we're so, so good at speaking love into our kiddos Mm -hmm. and they look to us for love. They look to their moms for love, but to their dads, they look for their dad to be proud of them. Mm -hmm. And so those roles can change. And I think they do societally based on, you know, the structure in your house. Yeah. Right. And I, and for us, you know. Randy and I both having careers and he's always giving me props of like too much. Both of our jobs are important. We're both super important. Randy's always trying to tell the kids I'm more important, but I'm not, (laughs) I'm not. We're all equal. We just have different roles. And, Uh, uh, and so because I'm like a working mom that's, you know, out there has a career and I'm modeling something a little different than what moms used to model years and years mm ago. Yep. That I think your kids look to their moms for, to be proud of them too in a lot of respects. And so I that opens the door for dads to give more love or speak more love into their kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, dads speak love, but it's so much different than moms. Moms yes. is unconditional love. Yep. No matter what, you know your mama loves you, and that's all you really want from her. But your dad, you're just striving constantly to make him proud. Because who's the first person that's going to tell you that they're disappointed? Dad, mm-hmm. right? Usually dad's like, you know, he's dad's always set the bar really high. Mm-hmm. Here's what you need to do. And moms are just like, I love you no matter what. <laughs> but I you think guys both look that- at me when you said that. <laughs> you want me to say something. Is it true? We show love in different forms. True. Oh, yeah. yes. And it is, I think, 100 percent of the time, too. It's just in different ways. Totally. Okay. It is. I'm just saying that kiddos. Well, we always give you the right away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you do. Uh, kids your mom. Just look to dads like yeah. to be proud, though. Yeah. Don't you think your boys look to you for like they want you to be proud of them? Yeah. Yeah. So that can change, though. And so I try to let Randy have those special moments because <laughs> as a mom, we're trying to do everything. Right. You're trying to make every moment special. You're trying to remember every single detail, trying to, you know, get your day done at work and then be there for everything because you want to make sure your kids feel loved and special all the time. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Well, not to mention uh, they need a bath or a shower tonight. They need their fingernails clipped. Like all those little things. You got still. a birthday party at school tomorrow. You got to go get a flamingo hat uh, and yeah. cupcakes. And, oh, and then they're having a party this weekend. Now you have to have Flamingo-themed birthday party at your house. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's never ending, right? And then they wake up their birthday morning, and you're like, oh, I should have balloons or flowers or something to make this morning special. You're just constantly thinking of them and making them feel loved and special. Mm -hmm. And it's exhausting. I love doing it, but it's tiring. And so why not let dad do some of that? Because he he, they just doesn't always occur to them. In the moment, right? Mm-hmm. But if you tell them, mm-hmm. hey, you're going to be home <laughs> first, babe. So why don't you pick up flowers for Reagan? He's like, oh, yeah, great idea. Ugh. Now he's the one making her feel special and loved. Aww. And he gets all the credit. That's great. And it's one less thing I have mm-hmm. to do. Just have to coach him through it a little bit. Yeah, That's just fine. share the responsibilities. Yeah. You know, blend it. Because 
It doesn't have to all fall on you. No. As a mom, whether you're working or not working, balancing it all is basically a joke. Mm-hmm. It's impossible and it's not obtainable. Not even a little bit. Mm-mm. My schedule is like a panic attack to anyone who looks at it. Yeah. It's it, crazy. It is cuckoo. Right? I yep. mean, if you if you looked at my schedule, you might start having to breathe into a bag. Uh, I, I do almost, yeah, every day. Uh, I do. I even do when I'm writing my own schedule, but I do it to myself. And I honestly, that's what I choose. That's what I want. For me, I don't want to have, you know, a lot of white space on my calendar. That's not balanced to me. I've been coached so many times about blocking this out, blocking that out. And trying to stick to this, you know, have a space here. That's just not me. It doesn't work for you. No. Mm-mm. I like my schedule full. I know that I run around in a little bit of chaos, but I thrive on that. Mm-hmm. And so maybe for you, having white space is balanced. But for me, you know, that's not, that doesn't relax me. That stresses me out. <laughs> so weird. I know. I'm a freak. But uh. my schedule is crazy. And that's how I like it. You know, it's about being present in the moment that you're in. You know, choose it. That's my life. And every one of those things I have on my calendar is important to me. A lot of it's work and a lot of it's kid stuff. Because no matter how busy I am at work or with my personal goals, if my kids want to do something, if they want to play sports, which at first when they're little we push them into, and then now they choose them, I don't ever say no. If there's like a birthday party or uh, something, and it, it, it we already have two things going at that time, I don't say no. I just find a way to make it happen, mm-hmm. which means that I have overlapping things on my already crazy <laughs> calendar. And that's just me. I figure it out. It has nothing to do with your schedule and everything to do with the connection you have with people and how you really treat yourself. That, for me, is how I live my life. So finding the balance in between things. I mean, it can be crazy. Like, for instance... I got an email saying that Peyton's basketball practice um, moved to 315, and I thought it was at 5, and I'd already coordinated a ride for her to basketball because Reagan has softball during that time, and I'm at work, and it's a whole thing. And so I get this email, and I'm working a million miles an hour right in the middle of the workday. So I quickly, rather than panicking, I call one of my backups because I got backup on backup on backup <laughs> uh, babysitter. See, she's around. She's around. I pay her to go over to my house. Uh, go in there, pack Peyton's basketball outfit and s- snacks and stuff, drive it to our nanny's house so that the nanny can take it down to school so Peyton can change it for school and, and make it to basketball because my kid will not miss out. Yeah, nice work, Mama. Right, except for basketball practice didn't move that day. It was the next week. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I might have failed that one, but I was prepared. The void is I was prepared. But my life is a, a little bit crazy. But then you have good stories to tell, you know. Yeah. You always have the best stories to tell, Sarah. (laughs) It's true. I do. When you move a million miles an hour, things are about to happen that you can laugh at a lot, right? At least you can laugh at it. Gosh, yeah. You can't laugh at it. Mm. You're doing something wrong. (laughs) But I have help. I've got a lot of help. And so to say that I balance all this whole schedule without help, see, that's the real lie. That's Mm -hmm. the real joke because any working mom – that kids are in sports and has a working husband, you have help. So, like, let's just ante up. Say it like it is. I have a nanny. I have a house cleaner. I wish I had a laundry fairy. Uh, <laughs> I actually just got a pooper scooper. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's not actually, it's an actual person that comes to your house and scoops the dog poop for you. That's awesome. It's a good, that's a good job. 
Not for the pooper scoop. No, I don't. But, you know. It was a great business. I mean, they're entrepreneurs. They yeah. started this business, yeah. and it's taking off, and I'm I'm reaping the bennies of that. <laughs> I love it. But we all need help to get all the things done, and yeah. finding a way to carve out time for yourself in the midst of all that chaos is also super important, really important. So I just signed up to run a half marathon. Yeah, it's crazy. Yes, you did. There's no training couch to half, just so you know, in four weeks. There's no no such thing. Um, they assume you're already a runner if you're going to sign up for a marathon in four weeks. Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course. But I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, and I haven't been working out at all because I haven't been, you know, finding that balance. And so I said, I got to I gotta commit to something so I can train. Yeah, you did. So I don't die. I said, Sarah, there's a 5K, too. Are you sure you don't want to do that one? No. Nope. You said, nope. Mm-mm. Nope, the whole thing. <laughs> so, but how does that look when you have softball, basketball, you work all day? Well, it looks like this. I have to get a long run in on Saturday. And so Randy, my hubby, takes all three girls to Reagan's softball game in the morning. And I ran there. Mm. I mapped it out and I ran there. Uh, the bummer was that I map quested it wrong. So I ran an extra mile and a half, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I made it there. And it's a positive and a negative right there. Yeah. The positive yeah, and a negative. Sure. Get uh-huh. those got miles lost, Yeah, in. got lost, but hey, tacked on some more mileage. <laughs> Randy found me on Friend Finder and called me. And he said, where are you? <laughs> Passed out in the ditch. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Uh, How do you know where I am? He's like, I'm tracking you. Thank God, because I was totally going the wrong way. But That's another show topic. <laughs> <laughs> tracking your family. That's, uh, that's, a, that's we should talk about that with Randy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thought of a story okay so but here's the thing so i was i didn't leave early enough because i was trying to you know set randy up for success reagan's got to get ready they all have to eat breakfast you know something always gets forgotten i want to make sure my waters were in the car and i had done so i left too late (laughs) i left ending it's never ending it's never ending and i left a smidge too late so um and i ran a smidge too slow but um, too long (laughs) and a mile and a half too long so I missed about half of Reagan's softball game. And Randy called me and he's like, you know, are you almost here? Because you're gonna you're missing most of your daughter's game. And for one second, I was like, Really? You're gonna make me feel bad? And he's like, No, I'm not, I'm not. Because at the end of the day, which I told him when I could breathe again, is that we have to show our kids that we're important too. If all we are ever is there for them and we're not modeling that we're important, then what are we telling them when they're moms yeah. or dads, right? Mm-hmm. Because if Randy wanted to go work out in the morning and he was going to be late to the game because he was doing something to better himself, yes. I would be so proud of that, and I would tell, talk to the kids about that. And so I talked to them about my run afterwards. You know, that I, they were proud of me. Mm-hmm. They're happy. They have a lot of games, you guys. They have like three games a week. Mm. It's six days a week practicing games. So with two kids, it's like double up. So – I'm not missing anything, Mm-mm. you know, and, and there's videoing. <laughs> but the point is, is that if you don't make time for yourself and you don't show your kids that you're just as important as them, then I, I think we're sort of failing. Yeah. And I'm learning that. I'm telling myself that as I'm running seven miles and I can't breathe and I wish I was there and I'm hoping she doesn't, you know, do something amazing that I miss. But also, I was so glad that I did that run. Mm-hmm. I felt so accomplished that day. Because I carved out time for myself, and my kids saw that. Yeah, it's very important. We have to be easier on ourselves. Like, 
cut yourself a little slack. Yeah. It's okay to miss softball practices because you're out running and taking care of yourself. You know, I like to save some surprises for the games, right? <laughs> Surprise me, kiddos. It's not about managing your time. It's about managing your focus. So let go of unrealistic expectations and just do the best that you can and focus on what's really important. I choose to work because if I didn't, I feel like I'd be leaving something on the table. Mm -hmm. Like I have something to give and I have a goal and a dream. And if I didn't reach for those things, then I wouldn't be showing my kids you can reach for them. And I wouldn't feel fulfilled in myself, which wouldn't make me as good of a mom. And that's, or a person. That's you. Not everybody's the same. No. And that's okay. But everybody has goals and dreams, though. Yep, exactly. Maybe your goal isn't to be a working mom, but you have other goals and dreams. Mm-hmm. So it's about finding the time, making the bandwidth to strive for those. Yep. And Because being a mom is an, an incredible thing. It's incredible. But it doesn't have to be your only thing. Mm. And that's what I want to model for my kids. They can do anything they want. Not everything, but anything. Moms, you are the bomb, okay? So go out there and reach for your dreams and show your kids what you can do because there's so much we can accomplish, not just pouring our love into our kids, but also reaching for our goals. So love you, moms. Happy Moms Day. Hey, you want to hang out with me more? You can find me at sarahnicolereilly.com. And if you need some more real in your life, check me out on Instagram and Facebook. Sarah Riley, Senior Mortgage Advisor, NMLS 180007. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289, is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information rates and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. This show is brought to you by the Riley Home Team with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. For those of you who don't know, I run a successful mortgage business and have had the privilege of helping thousands of families finance their dream home. It is so crucial to have the right team assisting you, not only so you have a great experience, but more importantly, that you're making a sound investment that reaches your long-term financial goals. We have become one of the top mortgage teams in the Northwest by providing the highest levels of knowledge, expertise, and service in the industry. I always say you only know what you know, and because we've done it all, we know a lot. If you want to talk to anybody about financing, I'm your woman. You can find out more about my mortgage business at RileyHomeTeam.com.